0: Hello everyone, I'm Alan Mellish, Director of Events and Online Content at the Human Capital Institute, and this is 9 to Thrive HR. Today's episode is brought to you by HCI's 2020 People Analytics and Workforce Planning Conference. Join us from March 23rd through the 25th in Miami, Florida, and start turning people insights into business results. Learn more at pawpconference.com. We're joined today by one of our presenters at this conference, Greg Zlavor. He is the president and founder of Westwood International and FOG for our growth. He has over 25 years of experience in executive leadership development and education and has served as a coach, consultant, and facilitator for companies across Europe, Asia, North America, South America, and Australia. Greg is a frequent speaker and facilitator at the Global Institute of Leadership Development, and his areas of expertise include executive education and development, coaching, consulting, facilitation, and cultural improvement. Greg, welcome to Nine to Thrive HR.
1: Great. Great to be here, Alan. Thanks for having me.
0: Wonderful. So let's get started. Now, uh, your session is focused on aligning and understanding your business strategy. So I want to start off with setting the table for the audience. What does strategy mean to you and what does it look like to be aligned with it?
1: Well, I mean, in terms of strategy, the way I think of it is it's really the way the company is going to achieve its goals. And essentially in those goals, that usually means how do we meet the customers' expectations and how do we sustain a competitive advantage in the marketplace? So the strategy involves those elements. And then in terms of aligning to it, you know that's a whole nother conversation that we'll have at the keynote and that we'll talk about. But if you're open to it, I, I'll even get into some practical tips on how do we get people aligned with that strategy?
0: Yeah, I think it's a, a common problem where, um, you know, the, a lot of the time the problem is not with the strategy itself, it's the um, creating those connections further downstream, making sure that people have the information that they need and understand how the big overhead strategy translates into their day-to-day interactions at, uh, with various people at their organization and, and in the market. So um, I I thought maybe a good place to go would be, uh, let's talk about some of the common pitfalls that come between strategy getting created and then people actually aligning and acting in concert with it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'll share with you what I think is the biggest one, is that people, leaders, executives often think that the idea or the strategy will carry the day. And I think this is an an easy piece for people to miss. I'll, I'll give an example. I worked with an executive team recently who came up with a strategy. And there were two parts that were challenging. One, there was actually not trust on the executive team between several members, which created a challenge for even creating that strategy, which in a sense is an alignment challenge. Because if the executives can't get aligned to the point where they can agree to a strategy because they have other issues in the way, that trickles down to the rest of the organization. But let's put that piece aside for the moment. They did eventually come up with a strategy. It took a lot of energy, back and forth, debate to get there. But everyone did eventually agree to the strategy, and I'll get behind it. Now, what they failed to realize or think about is that to get to that point of agreement took a process that allowed them to all have a voice, have input, debate, chew on, struggle with, and then reach that decision. Once they had that, they thought the work was done and the strategy was complete. So when they went back to the organization, the way they distributed it was mostly through email and one kind of all company meeting. And it wasn't even for most people in person. For most people it was, you know, online. And here's the here's the the link that a lot of leaders miss is that in order for people to have buy-in, like they finally got buy-in it in their final decision. In order for people to get buy-in, they need to be a part of the process the more they are a part of the process, the more they buy in, the more they understand, and the easier it is for them to align and follow through on that strategy. And I, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen this mistake made that you know, the, the executive team or the leadership team spends all this time and energy coming up with a strategy, but then is not willing to or does not understand that they need to create a parallel process for the rest of the organization to get on board, to buy in and follow through as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely a, a challenge that we hear a lot about from uh, from people. Uh, sometimes it's uh, because most of our audience is HR people or HR adjacent people. A lot of what we hear is often um, either you know, how do I get this new program implemented where, you know, where the strategy is coming from HR, but then also sometimes HR is afflicted by what you're describing too, where mm-hmm. something's coming from the business and, uh, uh, from, from senior leadership within the business. And then HR has maybe not been brought along the way that they should, or, uh, been communicated with and involved in the way, that, uh, from the beginning, the way that they should have been. Um, so, uh, I guess, uh, what I'd like to cover now is what what are some specific tips or techniques or uh, or tactics that you've seen leaders use to be effective when they uh, when when they're bringing people along into the strategy? Uh, how do we how do we avoid what you just described?
1: Right. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you a few, and and some of these are so basic and so simple yet so impactful that people can begin to use them right away. Um, One is this, the most powerful and effective communication in an organization is a person's direct supervisor to themselves. And so if an executive team or a leadership team wants to have really true impact on the organization or on people within the organization, they have to get to the point where the supervisors themselves understand and can communicate the message. Now, in a lot of situations, that almost naturally builds in the challenge of creating a process where everyone has some give and take. Because to get to a point where a supervisor is aligned enough and understands enough where they can directly talk to their reports to pass along the message takes a fair amount of work. So that's, that's the first goal. Second, the other thing that that people can do is they change the way they run their meetings. You know, when I'm working with teams or organizations and I ask people, how much of your time do you spend in meetings? Usually the further up people go in an organization, the more time they spend in meetings. And since I'm dealing a lot with mid-level managers on up to executives, that number is often 50% or more, you know, their time in meetings. Well, there's a simple process that people could use in terms of, at the beginning of every meeting, you state the strategy in one or two lines. I mean, a really good strategy, and and a couple of my clients follow this, Fortune 500 companies, they put their strategy on one page. It's a one-pager. And if you can get your strategy to one page, That makes it easier for people to understand and get into and be able to communicate. Second, at the beginning of a meeting, then, you can look at that one page and have that one page reviewed by everybody. So it's constantly reinforced. And then second, a simple thing you can do, or third, a simple thing you can do in a meeting is at the beginning of every meeting, each meeting has a desired outcome that's as tangible as possible and it aligns directly to that one pager that everyone just read. Get clear about what that desired outcome is. Don't start a meeting without it. And then, and here's advanced groups. What advanced groups will do is they'll let people journal or think for a minute or two before the meeting starts about how they'll contribute to create that desired outcome that lines up with that one pager. I mean, just with those simple habits or techniques, Within a month or two, an entire organization will be aligned to strategy. And so there are some some simple things that people can build in that will help them get from strategy to reality very quickly if they're willing to put in the time to change some basic habits.
0: Yeah, that is one of those things that it's not one giant sweeping action. It's many actions building up over time to uh, mm-hmm. to critical mass. Um, it's it's always surprising to me how how much of the world actually works that way, or or the world works better for you when you see things that way. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my that's my initial reaction to that, and I, and I think definitely referring back to um referring back to the the three word strategy or the one the one pager um as much as possible is of course important as well um because if uh, i I think i can't remember where i heard this but essentially like you know a strategy is not alive if it's just on a shelf in a binder like somebody read it at the beginning of the year and then uh, or flipped through it at least and then went on doing things more or less the same as they always did uh that's that's not what we're looking for. So,
1: yeah. And I mean, I mean, just to add to that, yeah, the ideal situation is where someone can ask themselves a question an employee can ask themselves a question, am I doing it or not? If they can get it down to one line that says, am I doing it or not? That now you have a really clear strategy. So it, let's take something simple like Disney, right? The goal is to create happiness for all guests. Well, if that's the overall simple strategy, then a guest or a, a cast member can say, "Am I doing this or not?" Mm-hmm. And it's real simple, and it's quick. You can get quickly aligned if you can get it to one idea that the employee can ask, "Am I doing it or not?" Or if it cascades all the way through, that that department or that team or that unit. You know, gets their particular line that aligns with the big strategy, and then everyone in that team or unit or group can say, "Are we doing it or not? Am I doing it?" Or mm-hmm.
0: not?
1: Now you get real quick alignment, and people can do it on an hourly, daily basis, and that accumulation has a big impact.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's uh, I, I think about this a lot. The uh, that can solve a lot of. Um, a lot of problems that we try to solve with rules and regulations and bureaucratic kind of approaches to things within our organizations, because I think um, a lot of the time, or especially as a company matures and uh, and things, you know, rules and regulations within the own co- within the company, not regulations from the government, get imposed. Uh, when, as we impose these things on ourselves, a lot of the time, it, it, you, you have to step back and say, okay. Um, you know, one, you have to refresh those things, but also is the, are these things, wouldn't it be better to just have somebody have a really clear understanding of what the uh, the macro level strategy is, and then that actually serves as a much better governor and guide for um, employee behavior rather than micromanaging every action they take, you know, because there's Disney employees that are wandering around in the parks. Complete, You know, re- relatively unsupervised, but they all know that they're supposed to be delighting the guest. And so whether it's the guy, you know, scooping up trash or somebody in a goofy costume, they're all, uh, they all at least have that in the forefront of their heads of, uh, okay, you know, yes, of course there's rules and everything, but if I take a, an action to go above and beyond um, and improve the, uh, the guest experience... You know that's coming from my understanding of our strategy and how it applies to me, and being able to apply it to the thing that's in front of me that no executive could ever anticipate. Uh, it, so it's a, it's a in in a way it's um, yeah, I guess empowering when uh, when the various levels of the company really understand it and and have integrated it into their into their actions. So. As we wrap up here, I, I kind of want to turn the tables on you. We've talked about things that leaders can do, um, The you know, essentially, if you're in the role of originating and then evangelizing a strategy, we've talked about some good tips and tricks of what you can do there. Um, for those in the audience who are maybe not in a position where they're the originator of the strategy, but it is cascading down to them or they're expected to align with it. What are some things that... Um, uh, that those folks could do to proactively uh, align with the strategy. If the strategy isn't coming to you, how do you come to the strategy essentially? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, that assuming that it's accessible to you, right? That there's a one pager, there's a document right. or that you can read, right? Yeah. And then, then after people read that, now we're into the, the space of interpretation, how do they interpret it? And, One of the simplest things that people can do as they're trying to figure out what that strategy means, if there's any question in their mind, is to get to this concept of what would a video camera be recording? If I was aligned with this strategy, what would a camera record me doing, saying, being? And in a simple way, if they think that way, it takes it out of whether they like it or not, but gets it down to behavior And then in that regard, they can take it to their supervisor, whoever's appropriate for them to have the discussion with and say, look, does me aligning with the strategy look like this or does it look like this? And they can do, and I call it this or that. Is it this or is it that? Is it this or is it that? And then leaders or supervisors, whoever gives them the feedback, it's easier for them to give them feedback when they see the comparison of the contrast. Because oftentimes, I see when people have these discussions, they talk in terms of values. Trust, listen, care, making a difference, giving 100%. You know, they, they use values to describe what needs to happen in a strategy versus actions or what a video camera would pick up. Right. So the way someone describes one value versus another, or the way one person would interpret a value versus another, can be very different. So I'll give a simple example. I was working with a manufacturing company. And they had a clear financial goal. And unbeknownst to the sales team, the CEO and the CFO wanted to grow and meet their number by margin, by increasing margin. The sales team thought, as they got together and looked at the strategy, they thought, Hey, you know the best way for us to do this is volume. Four to six months into the year, they had a conflict, and it was almost too late for them to recover to make their year's numbers. They just interpreted what does it mean to get to, to go after the market differently, and no one took the time to say, "Does it mean this or that?" And that simple exercise would have helped them get that clarity they needed, so they all could have been aligned.
0: I'm really glad I threw that out there to you because that's a great, uh, a great way of um, it, it's sort of a two parter. There's the uh, is the first, you know, you need to visualize, you know, what it looks for like for you as an individual contributor or your department. Like, how are we how is it? How does it look if we're if things are going right for us um, mm-hmm. and, and we're doing and we're doing everything we should be doing to make the, to make these goals happen? And then part two is, you know, don't just rely on your own imagination or your own thoughts within your department. Um, go to the, go to the source or go to your stakeholders or however you're structured. Go there and say, um, uh, you know, this is what I'm thinking. I need to do, um, you know, or here's two ways I could go, this or that. What is that? Mm-hmm. What looks, what looks correct to you? I think that's a great exercise because I can even uh, I can even see that, uh, you know, working on the level of a uh, of a six year old, you know, they they -hmm. would be able to tell you, you know, this or that like that could that could really work with them. So um, like all things, sometimes the uh, uh, the right answer is is simple, but not always easy to uh, easy to do. So I think, um, uh, listen, I, I, this is a great preview of what you're gonna be doing in Miami, Florida in, in March. So I hope people will um, take a look at the, the conference online. But uh, so first, Greg, what's the best p- way for people to stay up to date on what you're working on?
1: Yeah, so if people wanna stay up to date, LinkedIn is a great way to connect with me, just Greg Slavor, Z-L-E-V-O-R. Um, I'll be the only one there. Uh, that's a great way to to connect there's not many of us in the world Um, and uh, that's probably the easiest way or if they want to email me and it's just my first initial G and my last name at westwoodintl.com
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Greg. Once again, this episode was brought to you by HCI's People Analytics and Workforce Planning Conference. Make sure to sign up at pawpconference.com where we have live and virtual conference passes available. And for all ideas related to HR, check out the Human Capital Institute at hci.org. Don't forget to like us, rate us, and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Alan Melch.